and O'Neal. It's the Danish and O'Neal. O'Neal. The mayor's at the Y, crushing laps in the pool. It's Jacuzzi Boy coming to a sauna near you. The street doctor thinks he can travel through time. You know, sex is on his mind when he's holding a knife. From daddy knows best, a fucking funny or die. A couple wise guys riffing with the comedy mind. Support the podcast, get off your ass and subscribe. Rate and review us on iTunes. We only take it's five. the Danish and O'Neal. It's the Danish and O'Neal. It's the Danish and O'Neal. It's the Danish and O'Neal. O'Neal. Well, well, well. There it is. As whoa, as the explicit song stated, we are the Danish and O'Neal. Hey, everybody! Coming to you pre-recorded from the very barren Spartan Studios. The very barren Mark Spartan Studios. Yeah, we're gonna need to turn that off. Okay. Uh, Spartan Studios off. ceiling fan needs to be shut off. There she goes. <laughs> Sounds like a helicopter was landing in here. Yeah. Well, this is, if anyone, if any of you fought in Vietnam, sorry for giving you flashbacks. What if they just grew up near an air- airport? Well, it probably wouldn't be such a bad memory then. <laughs> Maybe it was horrible. Maybe their father was chasing the family dog across the runway and got hit by a Cessna 152. Well, I was, sorry to, for being insensitive. If that was your case, the case in your family, then uh, I apologize to you. Okay. Quick shout out right off the bat uh, to two people who came to see us in Nashville, uh, the Brushes. Oh, yeah. Backstory, I... Uh, I Immaturely said that I was going to have sex with this man's wife on Boner City, and then I had the pleasure. You know, you've repeated the this fact that you've said this like fifty times. It's, it just haunts me. Make you yeah, should just it, move past it. Yeah, you should. But the, the fact that it haunts me, I think it needs to be addressed. Uh, it's only going to haunt you more because you repeat that you want to have sex with his All wife right, well, like over well, I didn't and over say again. I did currently. I just said I had but said you it. Bring it up a lot. Well, when they come up, that's what I think. Sounds of. like it doesn't haunt you. It Sounds does like it turns haunt me on. I think you're just looking for trouble. But I got a request. It's uh, get well, Ryan Brush, from your loving wife, Stephanie. I guess Ryan fell off a 10-foot ladder, and Whoa. according to Stephanie, is all, in quotes, jacked up. Oh, shit. Yeah, that so I uh, feel better, man. Hopefully you recover. I, I, what do you think he was doing on the ladder? You think he was doing some acrobatics? Or? Early Christmas lights, getting a jump on the season. Maybe some Halloween. Could be. Man, that's... Uh, that's tough to hear. I hope, yeah. I hope you're all right. And let us know how it happened. Yeah, Always interested we're in ladder, uh, ladder accidents. Maybe it was a stunt for, uh, you know. S- Steve O'Neill's had himself a share of ladder accidents. Really? Yeah. Can you name one off the top of your head? Uh, I can. I can name a time that he got electrocuted and fell off a ladder and somebody found him in the grass. What, he hit the wires? Uh, he, he hit a live wire. Okay. So what, he was like climbing a ladder and his head <laughs> hit the live wire? No, I, I don't, he grabbed hold of it. He thought it was turned off. But he was actually turned on yeah. so much so that that electricity. Well, I, hope, I hope he's all right. Yeah, or, uh, hope we're, I, it sounds like it's not crazy by the way she described it. She just said all jacked up. I'm assuming maybe a back injury. A and ladder or, fall from a 10-foot is... Yeah. It's not good. No. It's not what you're going for. It's, you, don't wake up, you don't wake up in the morning and go, you know what would be great today? Uh, fall from a 10-foot ladder. I don't think anyone sets out Mate. to climb the 10-foot ladder to fall off. I don't think but, at the end of the day, when your wife asks you how your day was, you're like, well, it would have been a lot better if I'd fallen off a ladder. I don't know who if that's knows? Maybe, there, maybe there's some guy out there whose sexual fetish is falling from great heights. I think only it's good if there's like an insurance scheme behind it. 
Maybe then it's a successful day. Maybe this day. is Stephanie's plot. It's like, we got to really sell this. Oh. <laughs> we'll play the audio. People are wishing him to get well. Which, and when the uh, insurance adjuster comes, she's like, give her this, this podcast <laughs> named Dana Schroeder. That's actually, thank you, if that is the case, for spreading the word. Maybe that insurance Absolutely. claim guy will fall in love with Dana O'Neill. And if it is an insurance scam, I'm glad that we could be a part of it. <laughs> it's, that's true as well. I don't want to be called into some sort of uh, subpoenaed into a court well, case. Well, you might be some of these pictures you've been getting. Let's, let's... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, some fans that came to my attention were uh, a little butthurt, shall we say, that we've been giving a lot of shout outs to some of these new school fans. <laughs> yeah, some sensitivity that. going out. Look, and they said, what about the old school fans? Whether you've listened to us for 10 hours or 10 minutes, hey, we like we love you all. Hey, and look, I mean, if you if you were a part of Boner City, like that's awesome, and we really appreciate that. Our thing is that- But if you took the ferry and you're now a part of the Danish O'Neill yeah. Express, welcome aboard. You're all welcome. There's no, no bad seats on the train. No animosity necessary. Shout what? out to Andre in Canada. We still love you. I mean, just because we don't say it every time, we give somebody else a shout out. We're just trying to bring some new people into the fold. Like when I say I love you to my mom, I don't have to run over to my dad and make yeah. sure he knows I feel the same. Look, if he wants to get some shout outs, just replay old episodes of Boner City where we gave him a ton of shout outs. Should I, should I go through? I wrote down a, a, a cavalcade <laughs> of people. Well, Some of the old school. Can you do it quickly? I'll do it quickly. Okay. Tell me if I miss anybody. All right. All right. Andre, David Gutierrez, John M., Frankie in St. Louis, Tracy Burgess, The Brushes, Uncle Jake, Lucas, who dropped off the face of the earth from England. Angry uh, No, no. Lucas from England emailed He's back. me. Well, He's back. We'll talk about him in a second. Okay. Angry Aaron, Jake Dunand, Dr. Nova, <laughs> Jay White, anyone else who's named Jake, Uncle Jake. And if I'm leaving out, if I'm leaving you out, I apologize. We're not shy about giving people shout outs. If you want one, let us know. We'd be more than happy to shout out your father, your mother, your uncle, your brother, your janitor, your hamster, whatever the fuck you want. You just pissed off thousands more people that now are going to demand shout outs. <laughs> That's fine. You've opened the shout out box. I've opened Pandora's box. What did Lucas from London have to say? So old LL Bean. Is his last name start with an L? No, but Lucas from London. Okay. Um, he just says, hey, O'Neill. I left a review, but obviously it's in the UK iTunes, so you'll have to look on UK reviews. Glad you're back. I'll be in touch. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay. London Lucas. Well, welcome back, London Lucas. I, I thought he was. I thought he totally disappeared. I gonna, I'm going to give a quick uh, heads up to London Lucas. <laughs> I was in the bank earlier today. We received a check for some work we had done yesterday. Yeah. So I went to the bank today. Felt nice to put that in there. And uh, I'm old school. I could have just put it in the ATM. In hindsight, I should have done that. I didn't realize the line was going to take as long as it did. I used the ATM last night. And uh, these two chicks were in, fr- in front of me. And they were like, they seemed like they were in their young 20s. And they were pretty much all that's wrong uh, with the term millennials. Hot. One was all right, one was in. Hot until they opened their mouth? One was all right, and one was in. Okay. But was until it? she opened the mouth, she went even further, like, like yeah. not so hot anymore. Fatitude? Uh, the, no, neither of them were fat. Uh, no, just, like, not even fatitude. It was just uh, obnoxiousness. Like, so they're just going crazy about how excited they are to go to London for their big trip. <laughs> they're both drinking iced coffees. Yeah, they both have like finish your drinks outside. Both they're shaking them up constantly, you know, getting that juice going. 
And uh, so I'm behind them the whole time, and they're just like, I've never been so excited for a flight. Oh, my God. Can you believe we're going? Oh, my God. Can you believe it? We're going to hit the shopping so hard. Okay, we're going to... That's their number one thing to go... You realize that you could buy anything that you want anywhere in the world from the comfort of your own home now. So here's what kind of people we're dealing with. The one girl turns to the other. Apparently, the other is the more well-traveled of the two. I think one may be from Indiana, by the way. I think she said, when I flew here from Indy. Maybe it was from India. Could be, but she was white. From India? From, what, is this their layover? They're going the complete opposite direction. No, no, I'm saying like she meant like back when she came to LA. Oh. Well, like when I came here. Let's pretend she's not from Indiana. <laughs> anyway, so right. she, so the girl who flew here from India turns to the other girl, the well-traveled lady, and she's like, do they have Bloomingdale's there? Like, oh, and it's she like, might be from India. <laughs> there's a Bloomingdale's right down the street from where we were on La Cienega the in the mall. Of? Who gives a fuck? You can go to that place anywhere you want. There's Bloomingdale's all over this fucking country. So I have to listen to this dog there's shit. There's a Bloomingdale's in Indy. There's a Bloomingdale's anywhere. You, you can go online and find it. You can go to fucking India, go online, and order something from Bloomingdale's. So I have to listen to this dog shit conversation for like at least probably four minutes, five minutes. Then they get to the teller and they're like, oh my God, we want to change our dollars into pounds. And like, they're, they're doing it here? Here. Why? I don't know. What, do you, what the fuck? I've never seen it done no. in a bank. Never First seen it First of all, a lot of them, you have to have special order the money sometimes. So I have to sit here. They're like, go to the next, uh, they go, go to the next teller. Someone will be out. This chick comes out from like the back room, whatever the whatever the hell she's doing, taking a shit back there. Is that where the is that what the the back room's for? Yeah, it, is it's it just like, the toilet. Is there a toilet or <laughs> is it just safe. like a floor? It's just the toilet. Like, do you shit in the safe and then lock it up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bank people are shitting gold bars. So is this like? Is this just in your? What's your bank? Bank uh, of the West. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that just the Bank of the West thing? Yeah. They have a room where people think. I'm not a Bank of the West man. I don't want to give out my bank. I don't want to give out free plugs. Okay. So anyway, we're not sponsored by him. Maybe, who knows? Yeah. Maybe a rival bank wants to take over as a plug. Wants to be the Danish O'Neill joint account yeah. holder. Okay. So uh, so they get. So she goes, hold on, wait. But then the lady who was had her, th- there's only one open because the fucking weekend, of course. Also, there's that only lady, one open in general these yeah. days because banking they, system's going down the shitter. So they, they don't even give out the free lollipops anymore. You know what? You know what I want? Just make two fucking windows instead of taunting us with 15 windows that aren't a fucking open. Yeah. So this thing, this thing literally has like 30 windows. One's open. Ugh. So the lady tells them to move aside and then instantly hits the close on hers. So then the lady comes out to serve them. And so now I have to sit here while they get, it took like 10 minutes for them to do this conversion that you could easily do in an airport anywhere else in the fucking world go to a bank when you fucking get there and so like so th- this is this is, is the exchange rate that fucked up this is how this goes these ladies have no clue what they're doing they're like um we want like 200 dollars into pounds like what is the conversion oh so what and so the lady's like doing equations she tells them like well that's not enough and the girl's like do you think we can spend all that she's like it's like one it's like one stop shopping for us oh my god 200 dollars <laughs> <Like, $200. laughs> You blow that all at Bloomingdale's? So I'm sitting there like this is fucking nuts. So they have to do they're doing it one at a time. So the one chick goes, give me the lady's like, actually, for you to get what you want, you need to spend two hundred and like forty two dollars or something. And she's like, Is that okay? And the other girl's like, Yeah, I think it is. And so then they get it. And the lady takes out the money and these people act 
Like they've never seen anything like this money in their fucking lives. They're, of the pounds? Oh, oh they're like they're mesmerized. Lost by their it? goddamn minds. Oh my god. The chick what well, the chick's like, Oh my god, it is so big. Look how cute it is. It has so many colors. Oh my god. Then she gets it. She's like, Can I get one with the queen on it? Oh my oh, god. Oh, she's requesting she's requesting monarchs <laughs> on e- her fucking not even denominations. Just I want one with the queen on it. You know what? She's gonna get Ripped off like a motherfucker oh, there. Of course. She's going to be like, can you just give me two queens back? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here, here we yeah, go. Yeah, of course we can do that. Hey, cunt, here you go. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, everyone's calling us a cunt. Thank you so much. This is awesome. So so then she goes, this is so cute. Look at this money. Our money's like so dirty and gross. Ugh. Then she takes out her dollar and puts it on top of like the pounds like uh, in her hand. And she's like like look a compare at, and contrast. Like, look at this. And they both start like dying laughing like it's the best thing they've ever seen. And then she, then I hear it's, this, I hear this excerpt. Oh my God, I was so mad. The other day I took like the cutest picture on Snapchat, but then like I lost it. I was just uh, like, kill yourselves. If I think anyone <laughs> under the age of, well, this is some of our audience too. <laughs> 25. They, these, oh, and then she it's goes, tough. she gave it. this looks like Monopoly money. And they laughed uh, for about five minutes. First of all, <laughs> it's like it's fucking money. First man. of all, they were mesmerized by how big it was. Monopoly, Monopoly money is tiny. This chick goes, do you think this is going to fit in my purse? Can you not fold it? What is it, fucking cardboard? Oh, is it made out of metal? <laughs> the huge metal slabs? I think, what the fuck is wrong with you? Fold it up, dumbass. Those are some legit, some legit cunt talk right there. I couldn't believe it. Uh, and then the lady, I think, saw how, because you know I'm bad with like showing what I think on my face. Yeah. The teller's Well, like, you know, you're good at showing what you think on your face. I get yeah, bad at not, I guess. Yeah, you're showing. bad at hiding what the you The lady feel. said, uh, the bank teller's like, you know, you can always just use the ATM machine when it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like, well, there's a couple of cunts in front of you. Just hit the ATM is what she was saying. Oh, and the uh, banker had a, a nice piece of advice. Heard the shop talk hey guys hit up top shop while you're in england and the girl's like oh my god my boss told me specifically that i need to go to top What's shop top shop she she turned to the friend and she's like it's this store it's so cute they have the best stuff he even gave me the street address like but what is it it's like a clothing store can't you buy clothes here? When you go to England, go see the fucking culture, you stupid fucks. I hate people like, I'm going on a shopping Amazon.com. It fucking, you can buy whatever the fuck you want in the world. Let me look up Top Shop just to see what's going on here. I hate people that are like, I'm going to go shopping when I go there. How about you go see where the fucking world was created, you stupid fucks? See Big Ben. Parliament. <laughs> there it is. Kids. It's called Top Shop USA. Why is it in England? It's a British multinational oh fashion retailer of clothing, uh, shoes, makeup. How good can the fucking clothes be? It has around 500 shops worldwide, well, which some there's a, 300 are in the UK, yeah. plus online What about in the US? How many are in the fucking US? I'm sure some. This is the Walmart of fucking England. Hey, look at this awesome outfit. It's a woman who's scantily clad with a flannel wrapped around what looks to be undies. You, you can't buy shit to make yourself look like a whore in the U.S.? Yeah, what about U.S. pride, ladies? How about you support some of our stores? Cunts. It's all made in China anyway. How dare you? <laughs> it is. <laughs> fucking... Look at this, dude. Look at this awesome shitty jacket that looks like it's from the 1950s. This plaid fucking oh, floor that length. That looks terrible. This is what these it's like ladies... somebody took a picnic fucking blanket. Look how blanket. sad the model is to be wearing that. She looks like she's going to kill herself. 
Oh, it just does not. That's like that's one of the <laughs> worst this, fashion this faux pas I've ever seen. Corduroy overall, like skirt or whatever the hell that looks thing like is. A dude, that so, looks uh, like horse shit. That's what these chicks are all excited about. Have their uh, pussies in a bunch over at the bank. So wow. London Lucas. Uh, we're sending some of our finest over there for you if you yeah, want. Yeah, why don't you hit that shit? Yeah, if you want, take them. Keep them there. Uh, <laughs> the end of that email is like, you'll be hearing from me. Uh, was, uh, we're a little ominous. I don't, yeah, a little bit like, of a threat. I didn't know if he's going to show up at my house. or He could. It'd be great if someone showed up at he your says, house. I'll be in touch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no one show up to my place, but O'Neill's place is uh, yeah. it's, it's on the... The Danish and O'Neill and Boner City tours. I'm going to next week, I'm going to sift through those phone calls that I get uh, of people looking for the actor Ryan O'Neill. Uh, we got to start calling, calling some of those. We'll call him back maybe on on air. <laughs> hey, this is Ryan O'Neill, the actor. How's it going? You're on with Ryan O'Neill. Uh, a lot of these. Like, Ryan O'Neill's in the phone book. and his Your ad- name is spelled differently, though. Yeah, and my address. <laughs> like, Ryan O'Neill's living in... A half address. And they don't know. I what have he, a half in my address. They don't know what he's up to. Yeah. Well, I, things must have really gone bad for him. Something tells me these people aren't the best and brightest that uh, the world has to offer. A lot of them are doctors with cures for cancer that need to talk to me. <laughs> I think doctors in quote. Maybe he unlike knows, your PhD, wait, maybe he knows I'm a doctor. Unlike your PhD, I think uh, some true. of these doctors are fraudulent. <laughs> <laughs> you, think you think I might have more medical school training than them? I would say yes, and I would be more comfortable seeing you as a doctor than I would be these people <laughs> who were calling Ryan O'Neill. They were calling you. I remember when also, Farrah Fawcett was dying, yes. people were desperate to get through to you. And uh, they and they would call me at like 2, 3 in the morning. Hey, it's that, not typical time that you should be calling somebody. Not the most respectful, but it was desperation, man. They just like, would wake up. We need to talk to you. They're like, we need it. It was crazy. They're like, I, it was so insulting if I were the real Ryan O'Neill because they're like, I have the cure for cancer. You don't think he was- Farrah's going to survive. You have you to You don't think me. he would feel good about talking to uh, schizophrenics about his ex-wife dying no. of cancer? No. It was his ex-wife, right? Uh, they were never married. Okay. It was actually just his girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend? No, they were, I think they might have been together at the time. So his current girlfriend? Yeah. Either way, they were together for like 30 years. Well, sorry to the real Ryan O'Neill. Yeah, but... Sorry but. to this Ryan O'Neill right here. <laughs> sorry you had to go through that. It's, it's okay. Did you want to hear that. about this story that I've... I've had this in the uh, back files, but we've had a lot okay. of stuff to talk about lately. Let's I saw it. this story. This is a crazy story. Uh, the, 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 what do you call this? The, uh, the heading, the headline. There you go. I'm losing <laughs> my mind one, one day at a time. Some people call it a headline. Some people call it a slick blade. <laughs> some people call it a Kaiser blade. Mm. Some people call it the line head. Some people call it the headline. Mm. I like my lines with mustard. Biscuits. The headline is <laughs> MMA fighter. Find out she won title while 12 weeks uh, pregnant. Beautiful. We did talk <laughs> about this. Um, pretty awesome. How crazy is that? It says her name is Kin- Kinberly, not with an M, with an N. Kinberly. Kinberly Novaez. Brazilian, right? Yeah, was expected to make her RFA debut. I have no idea what RFA is. Royal Next week, Fighting Association? Against Jocelyn Jones Leibart. Oh, probably the Rio Fighting Alliance or something. She's a Brazilian strawweight. She had trouble cutting weight. So she signed a bout agreement to fight on August 21st. To defend her title. Yeah, and eventually find out that she's six months pregnant. <laughs> When she did the math, she realized she fought and won an MMA fight in Brazil while pregnant. For three months pregnant. Yeah. She <laughs> defeated uh, Hinata Balden on May 17th to win the Noxy, is that short for Noxima, 115-pound title, and she was 12 weeks pregnant that day. Man. 
Can you imagine that? And they said the baby's super healthy. <laughs> Took a couple. She yeah, said she did uh, an ultrasound last week. The doctor said she was 24 months pregnant, and the baby's healthy and strong. I mean, he's one and zero, and if or she. In the yeah. fight career. In the ultrasound, I guess uh, it had a black eye. And other than that, it was good. She said, I was worried because I trained hard, fought, cut weight. I suffered a lot to make weight for my last fight. Couldn't dehydrate She properly. also suffered for this fight, for this current yeah. one. I was already she... trained to fight again next week, but the doctor said everything's fine. Man, this lady should be, this lady's invincible. Her boyfriend, also an MMA fighter, went to the hospital with her. Do you yep. think he knew about it already? He, he said, like, and only found fight. he said, and only found out about her pregnancy because she was having trouble cutting weight. Oh God, this baby's gonna. This is some sort of super baby. She says, "I'm a little stubborn. I don't like going to the doctor." She says with a laugh, "I feel I've been feeling sick for a while: colic, headaches, cramps. I was feeling tired recently. Couldn't even run. And it was really tough to cut weight." She, and in her head, like, so the the boyfriend must have been dropping loads in her. She said, I did a stricter diet for four weeks before the fight, and I actually gained 2.2 pounds in six days. I was desperate. Realized my belly was hard, so I thought I had some intestine issue. I took la- I took laxative and other things, but a Jesus. guy that does... And she couldn't shit this baby out. <laughs> but a guy that does massages for me told me to go to the doctor. He's like, hey, lady, you're pregnant. Everyone can see it but you. Dude, do you, I mean, here's the thing. So the boyfriend was dropping loads in her, and it never occurred to her that maybe she was pregnant? Dude, the, the first thing the doctor says to her is, are, are you pregnant? And she's like, no, I, I said I wasn't. I have an intestine issue. But he asked for a blood test. One hour later, he said I was pregnant. I cried a lot. I ran out of the hospital, but I realized that was good news. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> when you say I realized that was good news, it probably is not good news. What the fuck? She thought I, I thought I was sick, but I had a baby instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great quote. Read your child. I, you know, I thought I was sick, but it was just you inside of me. <laughs> It These says people this, are, this, you know what? These people are kind of fucking morons. This uh, organization, Noxie, is not regulated by the Brazilian oh, yeah, the guy. MMA Athletic Commission. Oh. And uh, the promoter, Bruno Barros, Don Barros' uncle, <laughs> admits that he's the one to blame for the entire situation. Did I, you hear that he said that some of the fighters were supposed to get tested for hepatitis and AIDS, but a lot of them showed up and hadn't been tested yet, but he still let them fucking that's fight. That's coming up. He said, I didn't ask for the exam. That's the truth. I didn't even... I didn't, I didn't even, it says, I didn't even thought about the possibility of a woman, woman's fighting while pregnant, going through a camp and dehydrating and everything. <laughs> what was, was this guy's occupation he, before he got an MMA promotion? This, he goes, that was my first event. I asked for HIV and hepatitis tests, but some fighters didn't send me the results. I didn't pull them out of the fights because they all wanted to fight. Some fighters claimed they had no money to pay for the test. Others said they didn't have time to do it. But that's that's my fault that I let them fight anyway. But thank God everything is fine with the baby. <laughs> but somebody else got AIDS and hepatitis. The sad thing is that she contracted AIDS from her opponent. Hey, everybody, if you have AIDS or HIV or hepatitis and you're looking to fight in MMA, this guy right here is probably your number one uh, guy to go to for the promotion. The uh, soon-to-be father. What an, a- what an asshole. Yeah, it's pretty weak. The soon-to-be father's facing, uh, he's fighting for the As- Asperger's. <laughs> he's fighting a guy with Asperger's? <laughs> the Aspera Fighting Championship in uh, Joinville, Brazil. What is Joinville? Oh. So he's, this is just, uh, on the, anyone who's on the spectrum could fight? I guess, yeah. That's a crazy story. Imagine if she had lost that baby. That would have been bad news for everybody involved. It sounds like she might have been happy. Yeah. Didn't seem like she was that pumped about it when you cry and run out of the hospital. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's a good thing, right? Everyone's happy. And you, and it's the last thing you thought when clearly your boyfriend was pounding you and not pulling out. 
Maybe it was during training. Like, you think they ever do Brazilian jiu-jitsu training in the bedroom with no uh, clothes on? Probably. But, I mean, does that make a difference? You could still pull out. Unless um, the move is that you don't pull out. These Brazilians, man. Man. Uh, well, that's a great fighting organization. Whatever. If we can give a plug to that guy. He, yeah, it sounds like you he's don't got show his shit up, together. If you don't show up with the proper medical uh, certificates, yeah, whatever. Who gives a fuck? If only Tommy Morrison was still alive he from could, uh, Rock, the Rocky Five, he could fight there with no AIDS test. Well, he can fight at Indian casinos anyway. Indian, or Indian reservations. Did you say Indian casinos? I said like Steve Brule, Dr. <laughs> you know, doctor. He's a fellow doctor, Dr. Steve Brule. A co-worker of uh, Dr. O'Neill. A couple Dr. of Brule. MMA hunks. <laughs> yeah, I saw that story and i thought we uh we had to get to the bottom I forgot of that. about that yeah ASAP. that was a good that was like when ronda rousey uh wasn't she pregnant I think, yeah i think she Nick, called that uh, podcast diaz? uh punch drunk that i've never really listened to uh to talk about it yeah no nick diaz called i think yeah i think he she had a baby secretly and uh fought they allowed tried her to, to fight they she allowed wanted, her to fight though he wanted to i think he said that she wanted to fight three fights while pregnant but she was only able to fight two it did she had the baby yeah secretly is Nick Diaz? Can we get him on the phone real quick? Maybe we'll check in with him later on. Okay, let's get. To I heard the, Andrew Dice Clay is going to call later on. As maybe well. Nick Diaz and Andrew Dice Clay can call in together. That'd be interesting. I don't know if they'll we'll get see. along, but we'll see if they will. Maybe they will. Who knows? Uh maybe Garrison Keeler will join him. <laughs> Gary Keeler, maybe he gets some. I was uh, watching MMA in Lake Wobegon, and the fighters were fighting with the gladiators' flare and. And my wife, Barbara, was tickling my anus. <laughs> and Reverend, <laughs> the Reverend Ham was, was glazing a, a turkey leg. Reverend Ham and his partner, Bishop Cheese, were... as <laughs> <laughs> the type of humor that Gary Keeler's senior citizen fans you mean eat, that, that eat edgy, The edgy sandwich humor that he does? <laughs> he, no, just like just dog yeah, shit. Yeah, ham and cheese sandwiches. <laughs> He hints at diarrhea, and he just like really skirts the issue. Whatever he made a joke once about tidy whities in this crowd, fucking you would have thought it was the deaf comedy jam. They're white and they're tight, and they're people are dying. Speaking of the deaf comedy jam, I sent you that article. Damon Wayans, yeah, uh, I don't don't even think we should get into that. Put his club (laughs) foot in his mouth. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. He made some some comments about Bill Cosby that were a little outrageous. Our boy Bill. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Bill. Oh, thank you, Damon, for sticking up for me. Mm-hmm. I oh. like. I reckon I like my women with quaaludes, mustard. Mm-hmm. Carl, I haven't seen you in quite a while. Where have you been? Mm-hmm. Been working on some small engines. Mm-hmm. Carl, where do you get your haircut? I like that the sideburns. They take them with mm-hmm. the shaver up over the ears. Mm-hmm. I like to get my hair cut at... Uh, some people call it Fantastic Sam's. I just call it Sam's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was some good audio. Where did we get that from? <laughs> that was a secret meeting that Bill Cosby and Carl had. And Billy Bob Thornton in character as Carl yes. from Sling Blade. No, that, Carl's a real, a real guy. Oh, he's a real guy? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Was he like a roommate of Billy Bob Thornton? <laughs> No, he was that Old guy. BBT. Think anyone calls Billy Bob Thornton BBT? Double BT. A B B T. Big black titties. <laughs> <laughs> Think that's what his parents uh, had in mind with the, the, those uh, we'll initials? Call Billy Bob Thornton, but we'll really know it's big black titties. <laughs> 
Cause he's BBT. He's dynamite. He's BBT. He's gonna suck all right. <laughs> Cause it's big black titties and Billy Bob Thornton. I'm gonna fuck those titties with my <laughs> Bill- with my Bob Horton. You know what's a great character that I'm working on? It's uh, Billy Bob Thornton Mellon. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. With my body, you can donate it to science. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I reckon mm-hmm. I did the triple indie. Um, mm-hmm. He really cares, but uh, about what I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Billy Bob Thornton Mellon, a new <laughs> Danish and O'Neill original character. <laughs> Speaking Bob. of Danish and O'Neill, we uh, uh, we had a big shoot this past week. Yeah, ladies. we shot two. Uh, well, let's first prefer if you if you're not sitting down. Yeah, you may want to sit. Yeah. Or take a seat. Maybe you have a job where you're standing up. Maybe you listen to this while you're running or walking, or, or maybe you're getting a blowjob standing up, and your name's Connor, and you say, "Danish and O'Neill." <laughs> Creep us out to the point where I'm thinking about closing down the O'Neill the ass kicker account. Whoa, is that, that he's a new fan? We might have to mention some old fans just to set it, just to set the scales. Even. You know what though? I gotta say that these new fans are bringing the creepiness <laughs> that the old fans never brought, and I kind of like it. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, the Danish and O'Neill might be coming to a very small screen uh, soon. Game Boy? <laughs> you want to play it on the new Game Boy? That's cool. We have a Danish and O'Neill series that... Um, We've been working on. We have one in the can. Well, we, If you haven't seen well, the original three. one, the, uh, Sunday Funday on Fun or Die... Check it out. Please check it out. I believe that's on our website that the master might. It's not. Um, it is not. We're, we're going to try to get it on there. Lil PP is efforting our yeah. webmaster. By the Lil way, PP. shout out to Lil PP. Guess what? <laughs> He's, so he doesn't want his real name used or he doesn't care? I don't know. He's never really he's said never really he said, addressed but it. But he's not. The, he wanted to know that he's not the little PP from YouTube. Yeah, that guy guys. Sucks. So stop telling him he sucks. I don't know who would be telling him he sucks. Well, this guy. So he's been out of the rap game for four years. Whoa! But I'm, sad, I'm sad to hear that. He's getting back in the game. Apparently, though, the name is still up to date. Yes. Okay. And uh, he's got a big collaboration, which I don't know if I'm allowed to say with who, but I'm going to try to get some audio of this collaboration with some big professional athletes yeah you told me that little peepees uh he's four here's a guy who's four years out of the game and he's going hard with <laughs> he's gonna hit that ski jump hopefully it doesn't break his heel like you did but uh so little peepee as soon as you got that audio we'd like to sample some of the goods if you haven't checked it out the site it's just danish and one word one word no spaces as websites are no they all, no and symbol they're all one word yeah just all spelled out <laughs> yeah it's a good point <laughs> but sometimes people put a dash in there don't or, put no dashes no dots you pid ain't gonna put no dash in there no dashes no dots uh some guy wants to see the dean gelber roast the infamous point. dean gelber roast that was a roast if you don't know what we're talking about we had how long had we been? We like had stayed away from the comedy store at Couple that point. Years. Yeah, like two years. Yeah, and uh, we were asked this general manager who was there our whole time, Dean the Nightmare Gelber, who talked like this, bro. He was um, a real uh, surfer slash burnout. He claimed he was moving to Hawaii, which turned out to be a lie. But He's, uh, they were roasting marijuana him. in Northern California. <laughs> they were roasting him as he left. We said we haven't done comedy in two years. What the fuck? We're going in there. And we did, uh, to say some offensive material to some of the employees at the comedy store, uh, namely 
talent coordinator in quotes, Tommy Maurice, Tommy Morris. Uh, we hit on the fact that he was racist, that he was a thief. I don't know if we hit on the fact. We we hit him over the head with the fact that he was a racist and a piece of shit. And then the big finale was we said that Dean Gelber, we claimed Dean Gelber's favorite comic of all time was Gallagher, and we smarshed two giant watermelons on the stage, which uh, a lot of the staff, I guess, didn't find that amusing. We found it hilarious, and uh, people in the front row maybe should have been wearing their uh, ponchos because... It was a real splatter fest. I never <laughs> knew that two watermelons could explode like that. The sound guy, who's actually a big MMA fan, was like, came up to me after and was like, hey, man, you can't be smashing stuff like that. There's speakers right there, man. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and our response was, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it again. And then a manager, uh, Big Gay Lou, who was a manager who since got fired. What's up, Big Gay Lou? He was like, you got to clean that up. And I said, yeah, okay, and just walked away. <laughs> Old Lou. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to clean that up? No, I'm not. Um, I don't work here. <laughs> we went into it saying we could get banned over this because the comedy store. But at the time, we is, wanted to get banned. Yeah, we're like, if we get banned, who cares? We don't go there anyway. We really had nothing to lose. We were saying things that uh, most comics there couldn't or wouldn't say because they wanted Feared. stuff there yeah. for fear. We had nothing to lose. We were playing with house money. We wanted nothing. We wanted nothing. And if we were getting nothing. <laughs> That's what happens. You should give us something. Otherwise, when you give us nothing. We're going to open our mouths. <laughs> and we, and one thing about Danish and O'Neill, uh, people have said this to us over the years. We're both very observant, especially yes. for comedians. A lot of comedians are so in their own head, so up their own ass that they don't see really anything around them. No. Whereas we're just constantly... <laughs> for some reason, we see every We're just thing. constantly looking. We're like the pit bosses. We're looking around, looking for weakness. We're looking, the eye in the sky. Looking for your tick, looking for your tell, for your show. We're looking for your weakness. And, we're we're, gonna, and when we sniff it out... Maybe we'll see some material that you didn't want ever to be seen, and we'll bring it up to you. <laughs> but it's, it's not done maliciously. It's really only if you try to come at us. We have a yeah. backlog of material that we can use against One you. One of our favorite comics and employees we've talked about uh, on other podcasts, the great James Painter. Jimmy. Would always say, you guys are like tape recorders. You don't forget anything. Hey! <laughs> some, th- <laughs> some things I wish I could forget. I, I have backlogs of... Uh, from hosting the open mics i have comics material in my head that i yeah. wish i could get out I that's why i forget words like headline i have like fucking old because <laughs> you have joel boucher's joel boucher a guy who looked like ben franklin he had long hair on the sides bald on top glasses yeah. i got his old material in my head <laughs> wish i could banish it it serves us no good either. jay lafreeze hell of a comic you got his uh three minute dance routine in your guy head. went up did, 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 to do a three minute routine he had about a one minute uh dance intro with music yeah, yeah. the old days uh glory days so what you had some stuff you wanted to discuss some about- stuff from uh the trip i just gotta i gotta pound through some stuff and then get to a mega why uh, update different locations okay. Give us the okay. You want that first? You want just some give me the suits? mega Y? Give me the mega Y first. You don't that want was, the news and notes. We didn't, well, the mega Y we didn't have a chance to get to, and I don't want to run out. No, this will be quick. I think. Okay, give me the news and notes. One while I was home, I went uh, with my niece and nephew to Canopy Lake Park. If you're from the uh, New England area, it's a new ha- an amusement park in the New Hampshire area. And if you have not gone. This place is like a legit hills have eyes situation. Like some of the freakiest fucking people I've seen in a long time. 
Carney style. Not the people working there. I'm saying the people going there, the okay. patrons. <laughs> like it's New Hampshire's got some of the finest white trash I would say in the country. <laughs> You've never been anywhere else in the country. But these people are pretty good. <laughs> sure. Like I'm talking. Remember when we were at the water park? I'm talking awful tattoos. Like just beyond awful. You realize that that's ninety percent of the rest of the country, oh, I'm right? Sure, I'm sure. Like you, dude. I saw more than four couples that looked like they were brother or sister. Like it looking like it, like legit inbred couples. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing meth addicted parents, like people who look like they're legit on drugs with kids. But you got to drive across this country, my yeah, friend. Yeah, I should because this is easy to be blowing your mind here. Hey, it, 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 it was a wake up call and a surprise. And this is going to sound terrible, but it's just the truth. It seems at some point in the 90s, I think they started letting black people into this place. Because like back in the day, it was like the whitest. New Hampshire was like the whitest Wait, place I ever. Get, I don't get that comment. You sound like you're like upset. You're I'm like, not upset. I'm just, like, no. What happened here? No, I'm just saying it's just weird to see just because like it's, it's just a change. I welcome it. Welcome aboard. There was no, it used to be no black people allowed? Not allowed, but just I was a joke. But it, there was none there. And now it's all black people. Not all, but there's like, you know, a lot of camps and kids. and There's a handful. Yeah, now they, like, they probably let like 30 in a day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like when those guys line up to get jobs back in the Depression era. Yeah. And they would like, go. Let him. All right, uh, you. You in the back. Come on. You are, you're come up here. <laughs> then another one, dude. Another, uh, I think that we're in trouble when it comes to the future of this, of the world. Is it was it was very humid. I was walking where I live is a circle. It's a mile and a third. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know this, but I guess in high school, like it's known as like in my town, the place to go smoke weed is basically like a track in on in a car. Yeah. So like I, I walk around it, but I you often smell the weed. Uh, people going anyway. So it's really humid and it starts pouring rain. But I'm just like I'm just it, I was walking. I was like I don't give a shit. I see a girl jogging with her mom following her in a car, like, because it's raining, I guess. She's training for a boxing match? I thought in my head, I was like, this is like Rocky Four when he was trying to outrun the KGB in the mountains. And uh, the mom's just following her and, like, trying to, like, offer help. She's like, I'm okay, it's fine. But, like, the mom's just driving 10 feet behind her at all times. Was the girl fat? Uh, slightly, but not like that it was a health hazard. It was just like, cause it was raining, I think. I don't know if that much, I mean, she's just trying to get her motivated. No, I think she was worried about like the fact that it was raining. She, well, I thought she was shouting words of support. Like you keep going, you could make it. <laughs> no, it was just like, she's like, I'm going to go out for a run, but I'm worried that halfway through the run, it might start raining. So follow me in the car. Or the mother just panicked and jumped in her car to go to make go sure be like, she was oh, it's okay. Raining? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, man. What the fuck is going on? Just rain. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mm, guess. Good for that girl. Anyway, then another one. I was at my buddy's house, and uh, the backstory, I, I think I told this on Boner City. He had uh, that shuffleboard. Is it, what, is, what is it called? Where you like throw it with your hand? Like They have it at bars. Yeah. With like the sawdust. Yeah. So he had that and I threw one really hard. It hit one of the other things, bounced off, broke off like a some sort of pitcher. Yeah. I had to replace it and I felt terrible. This uh, happened in this trip? No, no this, this happened, happened like Thanksgiving years ago. Yeah. So so it's this guy's house. He's a nice house. It's about close to where my parents. It's in my town. So he has kids. We go up into what used to be his man cave and he has like a sweet ass huge flat screen TV. 
in these like theater seats that are all in a row, not theater style seating. Yeah. And I see uh, a little like Fisher Price fishing rod like sitting next to me. And it's like it's like three feet long. So I just picked it up and gave like a light like snap of the wrist. It did not break, but it came unattached. And like it's designed to do that. It's like a magnet. Yeah. Like the the lure. And it's so that splits in half. So half of it just goes flying like straight at the fucking TV screen. And it's just like nothing. I just see it in the air and I'm like, oh my God. And it's going, but it like at the last second. Could it have broken it? I don't know. I didn't. (laughs) Dude, you got to stop touching stuff. So I was like, holy shit. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I was like, I just thought it was going to like cast like a fishing rod. (laughs) Dude. You just got to stop touching people's stuff when you go places. So then what makes it worse, though, is that my another buddy was with me. He picks it up later in the night. He knew what it did. I didn't know. He casts it, and it fucking flies again at the TV and almost hits it. And I was like, are you... I, I don't got- think it's going to do anything to the TV. It's, it's right. It's was it shot out of a gun? It was a frightening sight to see. <laughs> Dude, you were touching people's stuff. It never goes well. It broke one fucking spoon of yours. The family heirlooms. Oh my god! (laughs) This guy's got an extending fucking spoon that is. It was a fork that a lady got you from like Spencer's gifts in a in another country. I think it was. (laughs) Where was it? Lay Spencer's. It was a Top Shop. What is that? (laughs) Yeah, Top Shop. Top Shop in England. And that lady went on. You guys didn't. You're not even together anymore. So maybe it was an omen that it was meant to break. I'm just telling you, when you go to people's places, you can't touch with stuff. Well, it was a lesson learned. I I learned a lesson that uh, maybe you guys got to keep is also got to keep things like that out of the uh, out of the movie room. Well, the the whole room though had been taken over by his kids. He was actually currently trouble. He was currently building a new man cave in the basement. He was like, (laughs) "Fuck it, I've been overrun. I'm starting my own party." (laughs) He's going underground. Yeah, and he was talking. He's this guy's like. Super into construction, which, as you know, is way out of my wheelhouse. And he was like talking about like all sorts of shit. He might as well have been speaking uh, Chinese to me. I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Uh, all right, let's get to what else do you have? Other stuff? Yeah, I got the why. What the hell are we doing on time? Uh, we got about 20 minutes. You want to do a quick call? Um, I still got to get the tit picks and stuff. <laughs> fucking tit picks. The tit picks there. You, you may have to re- conundrum Are you thinking of maybe retiring them? Uh, could be. <laughs> you know, I'm getting older. I'm just wondering if this is the right thing to do anymore. <laughs> I don't know. And the more I think about it, I was like, these girls don't know about this. Not like I'm doing anything with them. But then, Real crisis of conscience. Sometimes, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming all these girls are over 18 years old. I, if I were you, I mean, they're not. I would put out an APB just so it's on the record of. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, I've told everyone, all girls eighteen and over. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I might. I have literally hundreds of tip picks, and I might just dump them all. And you know, you can keep. I mean, there's sending no them. reason to keep them. You can keep sending them, and we'll discuss. But I'm gonna have to delete them afterwards. I mean, there's no reason for you to keep them. No, it's not like I go through them. No, you you look at them once and then you're done. Yeah. Also, I'm so desensitized. Like I need hardcore, crazy shit to even. <laughs> don't give these even people get me ideas, going. dude. Wow, dude. I, at this rate, I don't think you need to give them ideas. They're coming down the pipeline. 
<laughs> Old Connor. I don't know what this guy's got up his sleeve. But you know that it's going to be something. He's going to. You got. He's going to try to top. The, he's off to a crazy video. start. Yeah, he absolutely. Then he is. gave an explanation. Or should we just wait maybe for next show because we got some stuff we got to get to? Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm, I've got a bunch of tit picks that I need to give shout outs to. Yeah, we can. I mean, they can. You can let them. You can let them pile up. Yeah, just a big old pile of titties. Big old titties. So should we do the wire report? I'm just concerned because I got a lot to get to. This is like I hate to rain on Guy Fieri's parade, but this is almost a triple D. So you have Style 20 minutes worth of where I go. I think we need to pace ourselves on where those. I go. I'll go through. How about I go through one why this episode and then another yeah. why I went to the next episode. Okay. So my sister, uh, she got me a Groupon to go to the Y for two weeks. <laughs> But when I got the there and they discovered... How much did it cost to go to the Y? Five bucks? Uh, I don't know, but it was like 22 bucks for two weeks for like me and my brother. Oh, you can go as much as you want? How many times did my brother go? Zero. Six. Zero. Six times? Six. Was I close with six? Uh, you were six over. <laughs> so he went five times. Five. So I went, they discovered I was a Y member and the lady started like giving me a chew out like... Yeah, if you're a member, you get two weeks free. But then rather oh. than crediting me the money, I think because it was through Groupon, she was just like, eh, it's too late. But anyway. You can go to any Y around the world? For two weeks. Are the Ys to- only in the U.S.? I think so, yeah. They have never branched out. I could be wrong, but. I bet there's some in Mexico. <laughs> the, I don't know if I'd go to them. The Y-Griega? I believe that's how you say Y in, in Spanish. Yeah, well, why would you say the YMCA in Spanish? Y-Griega M-S-A-A. Well, when I go there, I'm going to ask for it because I might be going in a <laughs> few weeks. You might be asking. That might be like code to a drug cartel and you're going to get shanked. <laughs> Come with me, my friend. And then you go in there's like you. a donkey fucking a giraffe and then you get stabbed. And, and I'm like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. <laughs> you're like, wow, where's the swimming? And then I go, you know what? I show the guy running the show. I can play that clip of Connor's thing. Danish Nordea goes, my friend, that is the most disturbing thing that I've seen, and I have been in this business a long <laughs> I've time. I've cut heads off, and that have... gives me chills. <laughs> <laughs> so I go into the Reading Y, and it's a, this is a new Y for me. It's a new experience. They're all more or less, you know, it's like a franchise. They're Are all you more nervous? or less the same. You're nervous little, to see a new Y. A little nervous. So I get in the locker room. First thing I see, Do I you can... think you have what it takes to show off to people oh, at this Y? I know I have what it takes. Okay. First thing I see, we should do it. We should do a Y tour. That's what country. I was thinking when I went. I had to go to these different Y's. The guy I was like, Fieri, yeah, it's like a triple D, like me going to different Y's, comparing, contrasting, triple Y's. What I see. So I see. First thing I see right off the bat, a sweet pair of cowboy boots just sitting unattended on the floor. Did you I try? Took a, I took a picture. <laughs> what size were they? They were pretty big. Did you try them on? I did, but I was like, "Why are they just sitting there unattended in the locker room or just out? Just in, on the floor? Lost just like and un- found? Maybe? No, just like under a bench. That guy's a guy who does not give a fuck about losing his boots, or maybe he's just so cocky that he's like, no one's touching my boots. I whip some ass. Go ahead, go ahead. I dare you. Maybe just hiding around the corner. What if it's like Clint Eastwood? It's like a it was like a show they're doing. Who will touch the boots? You take that instead of uh, wearing sandals in the shower. He just wears his shower cowboy boots, butt naked. He could have. I mean, I like when the soap builds up in the boot. So something I was shocked to see. um, First of all, deeply disappointed that there was no sauna. 
Really? Uh, none. None to Was even. it outlawed because there was so much tomfoolery going on in there? I don't know. There? Just not none to speak of. Was, there, they, was there an area where it looked like there used to be a sauna? No, not just like, not even like nothing. No just remnants. some remnants of a, of a previous sauna that maybe be taken down due to financial problems uh, or burns? Unless they had one. Maybe it was toasted skin syndrome, but unless they had one that was like co-ed in some other area that I didn't see, but... <laughs> I don't know. Is this is like a, the fucking uh, Hearst Castle of Wise. It like, was there be. another wig that you didn't know about? So then, uh, I'm shocked to see this place has uh, shower stalls. Oh. One man operation. Wow, I've never seen that in uh, in a public in a Y. Did you feel like they took your camaraderie that you share with showering in a group setting? I was like, these guys are real insecure about the size of their dinguses. I mean, why not just let curtains? them flop out there? No, it's like a bathroom stall door. So you you could still walk by and take a look at everybody. <laughs> no, it's like a door. It's oh, it's shut. a door. Oh, yeah, I thought. Oh, wow. How many were there? And the, every shower had its own shower caddy, so you wouldn't even have to bring it. But I guess you would have to carry your shit in your hands. But Man, well, who the hell is showering with a shower caddy in the first oh, place? You, you crazy, dude? Well, Some sure of these guys, I've seen guys wheeling suitcases towards the showers. <laughs> people are crazy. That's fucking ridiculous. So I get out to the pool after seeing the boots. And then, oh, the, the, and also they're playing uh, playing music in the locker room, which is pretty revolutionary. <laughs> Uh, so I take a shower. 80s? Bef- what kind of stuff we was jamming in there? I'll tell you in a second. So I take a shower before swimming, as uh, Gary Rickleman asked me on Twitter how I felt about people who don't shower. I don't really care. It's kind of their business. But, I would uh, never shower I rinse. I take a rinse. I would never. And you know what I do when I go in people's pools? I usually don't shower for a couple days before I get in there. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Chlor- chlorine's a powerful. Yeah. And chlorine's I don't e- a hell of a drug. I don't even wipe my ass. Why would if you? If I know I'm going to go swimming oh, in the next you meant two just, days. I thought you meant just in general. No. Just if I know I'm not, <laughs> if I'm going to go swimming, I don't wipe my asshole. Well, it's good to know if I ever get a pool that uh, I'll have a special O'Neill section that's t- roped off. <laughs> it's like with a wall around it. Your pool is my bidet. <laughs> What is that? The O'Neill family. Slogan. It's the family seal. No, just the doctors. <laughs> the doctor says your pool is my bidet. So I made a rookie mistake uh, at this Y. I'm taking a shower, getting ready, I'm getting pumped in my head, and uh, all of a sudden I feel a shit coming on, and you can't you can't go into a swim with the sh- you don't want to yeah. shit your, your speedo out there you, you don't want to leave a trail no you don't want to leave a mini man behind so i have to go uh i have to walk my all my stuff is out in the pool area because i walk oh, back to shower no. so i have to go uh soaking wet and take a soaking wet shit you, uh, you could injure yourself because you can slip right off the off the seat yeah so it was i was freezing cold sounded like that a bit like a trumpet and uh, I was listening to Jay Z was blaring over the speakers while I was taking a shit. It was I felt. felt what, like, if, what if it was just a row of toilets and no uh, partition or anything? And then I guess I would have had spent all their money on private showers. I guess I would have had it would it would be oh. hypocritical that they felt that the that you need so much privacy when you're washing your genitals and not while you're <laughs> taking a big old shit. But you never know what people are thinking. I don't yeah. know. Wow. So I took the shit. I get out to the pool, I, and I'm trying to I survey the scene. Uh, it really brought me back to the days of my youth of swimming uh, on teams at the Y. So I see lots. There's like a trophy area up high where I think the coach's area was. Of what? Of the, t- the team? The Y swim team? Apparently, the y, this Y was the home of three different high schools in the area, and then a lot of them also do have a Y team okay. as well. 
And so there's a lot of trophies. And this one was 25 yards. The shitty one I go to, only 20. So this is, this is legit. This is full length. <laughs> Threw okay. me off my game. I see only, only three laps available when I'm going there. This is the summer. It looks like some sort of shit, shit show camp concession. These kids are all frolicking around. Dude, this place had like 15 lifeguards on duty. Like this thing was stocked to the brink. I've never, I've never seen such, such uh, diligent. Two, two lifeguards for every one man in the pool? Really looked to be that way. Okay. So only three laps available. Of course, some asshole with snorkels and the flippers and one. And I guess that's like a, a theme throughout wise of the world, of the country. <laughs> yes, you can't escape that. An old lady and another, right back where I'm from. And then uh, some hot shock chick who was either a high school or college swimmer gets in the other. And I was like, How do the, you know? She had a cap that had like a team name. And then I watched her swim and she was like, she was a good swimmer. <laughs> Did you swim under her? Um, so I asked the lifeguard. I didn't really know their rules. These lanes were like, they were tight. Like if you split them, I think there'd be some definite contact. Which you don't want. Yeah. So I said, like, I don't know how you do it here. You know, I'm kind of a new guy in town. <laughs> like, do you split lanes? Do I wait? You went up and asked what I, the etiquette is. I asked the lifeguard. You yeah. go, what's pool etiquette? The, this deck of the woods. I asked this lifeguard. Did who you looked, say, well, it, you know, I'm from Los Angeles. I did uh, not say that. You know, we don't. We, I said, I've actually just said, I've never been here before. How do you, like, how do you break up the lanes? I would just take that fucking lane for myself. She said, you, well, they were all taken. Oh, so you wanted to jump in with another person? She, I said, "Do you split?" Because the one I go to, you split lanes. She Jeez. said, "She said you can stop somebody and ask them to circle swim, which means like it's swim team jargon for like you both. You know, you swim up one side and then back the you know, like it's traffic. Like you're both doing it. Hey, though. excuse me, buddy. Let me not stop to mention your- though. But if the person's way slower than you, you have a problem. You know, like you, okay. I'd constantly have to be passing is- someone. So I said, I'll wait. And this lady was like a grizzled lifeguard. She looked like she, like she was older, looked like she'd been there a long time. And but no sun damage because it's all indoors. All indoors. And she's, she was very Irish too, very pale. And she's but like chlorine fume, fume damage on yeah. the lungs. She said, I wanted to thank you. When I saw you walk out here, I saw you had long hair and you really prevented an awkward situation. You know, I didn't know what you were going to do with it. But then I saw you put on that cap. So I really wanted to say thank you. <laughs> he was like t- terrified oh, that she may have had to come up to me to tell me that I would have to tie it back. Jesus, this is really <laughs> haunting this fucking lady. So she was grateful. And I ended up waiting for uh, the high school college chick only did a quick workout. I took her lane. And uh, this all sounds like a, just a nightmare every time you go to the Y. You never know if there's going to be a lane available. You, you just, know if you, you gotta, have to share. You got to know. You got to take. You got to go with the good. You got to take the punches. It's not for me. It wouldn't be worth. I couldn't do it. Couldn't take the anxiety that comes with showing up there, not knowing what you're going to get. So I did my swim, and then I'm, I go back. I take my private shower. Uh, I miss. I miss slapping guys' asses and having a good time in yeah. there. And I see a kid, uh, a young kid. He goes into a private changing stall. They have changing stalls as well, which I was like, look at this fucking- what a bunch of pansies. Look at this pussy. Really judging. Back in my day, you would have to change amongst like these creepy old fucking guys. Yeah, what happened to being ogled by old men <laughs> staring <laughs> at your dick and balls? <laughs> They'd have video cameras, like the old school ones. Yeah, video pretend you. that they were videoing themselves when they this, glance over at you. The kid's also wearing uh, one of those fucking lame glow-in-the-dark necklaces that you get on like the 4th of July. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So he's I mean, wearing one of those. The ones you get at Six Flags? Like yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. He's the ones you put in the, the freezer? He's wearing one of those things, and he goes in the private stall, and I was like, this kid's got no shot at doing anything in life. What a pussy. He'll probably make a billion dollars. Yeah, probably will. <laughs> so that that was my experience. Uh, that was the Reading, Massachusetts Y. It's coming up next week. We got the Woburn Y, because the Reading Y, I go to it, uh, I go to swim. I see all the lights off in the pool because there's glass. You can see right through. They tell me there's pool maintenance, and I'm out of luck. What happened? They just no. Just Somebody like, shit in the just, pool. Just yearly maintenance. They shut mm. her down. Yeah, you know how many fucking oh. So I had the to fecal go. Content gets too high. So I had to go to uh, another Y, and that's going to be next week. Stay tuned. That's what they call a teaser. All right. Well, that's our that's your Y update. That is that the was, Y update. I have was, a new segment. I'll, I want to not today, but just uh, a new segment's coming to the show. It's also why called. Why you just say what it is right it's now? It's also called Triple D. Danish called Danish dating, dives and nope Danish dating debacles. I have, okay. some, I have some stories. Guy Fieri, well look out! I'm coming with a new Y show that's similar to your show, and I'm coming with Triple D. You driving a classic you. car. Uh, yeah, I'm driving a, a Dodge Dart you're gonna from the 1920s. You're going to uh, call people the F word uh, at the Y's? That rhymes with maggot? Yeah. With I might. Behind the camp when the camera's not rolling? There's a possibility of that happening. You're going to kick your hairstylist in the chest out of your SUV? Am I going to wear a pinky ring and uh, make a big show of taking it off if I have to need some dough or a fat woman's back? Maybe. You're going to drive a lime green Lamborghini? In Italy? No, he owned that one. His oh, got the stolen. kid stole. Yeah, yeah it's, that could happen. Old guy Fieri. Wait, is that a call coming through? As the great Don Barris would say in the Big Three podcast. Uh, yeah, it looks like a call coming through. It's uh, there's it's ironic he would call right now. There's actually UFC fights happening as we record this that we're not watching because the card sucks my dick. Uh, it is from Stockton, California. Stockton's own. He's undefeated in Stockton. His record shows otherwise around the world. It's Nick Diaz, everybody. Hey, what's up, dog? Hey, I don't fucking appreciate that fucking jab, dog. I'm not just undefeated in Stockton. I'm fucking undefeated worldwide, dog. No one ever fucking beat me. That's what I meant to say. I apologize, Yeah, dog, show some fucking respect. Nick, uh, what's what's new with you? What have you been up to? What's going on? Dog, you know, just got that fucking kid I'm raising and, you know, just fucking out there doing triathlons and just having a good fucking time, dog. This is the kid that you and Ronda Rousey had out of wedlock? Yeah, dog. What's the kid's name? <laughs> His name's fucking Primrose, dog. Primrose? Prim- Primrose... Aberdeen, <laughs> something like that, dog. Dog, I don't fucking know. It's All like right, well, just, fucking Rhonda just leaves hey. the fucking kid here, goes out and fucking trains. I don't fucking know. Hey, I'm just curious. The fans want to know. These are your fans who want to know this. Something sort of like stuff. that, dog. All right. Well, uh, when you're doing these triathlons, do you ever put the, a baby Bjorn on and maybe, you know, do the race for two? Yeah, dog. Sometimes I put two, three kids in there just to keep my fucking cardio real sharp. Really? Yeah, I'll That's take. A- I got a lot of fucking friends with kids, dog. So I just fucking borrow them and I just fucking outrun with them. Wait a second. Is that another? This is the first time in Danish Snow history. We got another call coming through. Can we pat? Let's see if we can patch it in. Uh, Hold on. Let me see if the the phone line can handle it. Do I hit this button? Yeah, hit that. Hit. Nick, are you still there? Yeah, dog. I'm fucking right here. We have. I think he's on. I can hear him. It is comedy legend. He sold out the Madison Square Garden. He's making. 
I don't even want to say resurgence because he's still around. He's still he's always been here. He's the great Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, look, how you doing? Who's this guy you got on the phone? This dummy. What's up, Dice? It's fucking Nick Gia, dog. I'm a big fan. I saw you when you fucking played the the fucking Skull Bandit Center, dog. Yeah, okay. Hey, guys, come on. Let's let's. Play. Dog, hey, what's the fuck? Why are you taking a fucking attitude with me, dog? Yeah, because I don't know you, all right? Do I know your mother? Yeah, I fucked her. Dog, you better fucking shut your mouth. Hey, Nate. Nate, get in here, dog. Some motherfucker talking about our fucking mom. Oh, shit. Is this going to be three callers on one line? Dog, would you get, pick up the fucking phone, dog. What are your names, Nick at night? Who named you, Nickelodeon dummy? Dog, what's fucking dice, dog? Yeah, man, fuck dice. Fucking, we fucking play Yahtzee. Fucking, I've cut Nick over fucking, he cheated once, dog. Dog, I fucking, when I wear workout gloves, dog, I fucking work out. I just don't do it because I'm fucking afraid of shaking hands, you fucking. Is that, that's a shot at me because I'm a germaphobe. I got a disease, okay? Yeah, the only disease you got, dog, is that you're fucking with the Diaz brothers. That's a bad disease to have, man. Well, I'm going to beat it, okay? Like I beat my ball bag. Let's be friends, okay? <laughs> dog, you better fucking change your attitude then. Fucking take back what you fucking said about her fucking mom. Nick just fucking wrote down what you said in fucking disappearing ink, dog, and then fucking hit it with that other pen to make it seem. Dog, I, I don't want to fucking have to. I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of journaling tonight, man, about this fucking shit. How do you guys feel about asshole hair? I mean, dog, I think it's cool. Okay. What color is it, dog? If it's like, I like it real dark, but I don't like fucking like blonde asshole hair. Like if you're going to have it, dog, like I want to fucking see it. I'm talking like a nice strawberry blonde. You know what I'm saying? It's a rare color, dog. But yeah, I'm, I'm fucking into it. Have you ever fucked a woman so fat that you grab her by the fat on the back of her neck? No, dog. I try. Wow, to go Dice, Dice, really trying to impress the Diaz brothers, throwing some material out there. I, uh, dog, I, I try to go with thinner women, and so no, never Dice, Would there ever be uh, Dice? Do you need this a security detail? Crazy here. Dice, do you need a security detail? And would you, Nick Diaz? Seems to he doesn't fight much anymore. I know he has some promotions that he's doing. Would you ever take on a guy like Nick Diaz as your bouncer or security? I got my security. His name's Hot Tub Johnny. Have you ever heard of him? He's unbelievable. Dog, I I don't know. I got Phil and Dirty fucking Larry, dog. What kind? What do you know? What kind of fighting do you do? Dog, I know Stockton Street fighting, dog. That's pretty impressive. S, let me see. SSF? I'm not that good with this sort of stuff. Yeah, dog. <laughs> That's what it... Yeah, those are the fucking initials of it, dog. I used the box. Guess what I wore? I wore leather shorts that came down to the top of my socks that were pulled up to the calf. Sounds like it might make your fucking ball bag a little sweaty, dog. That's the point. You got to get the workout on the ball bag. You got you dropping weight on the ball bag? Like, I don't know why you That's want that. That's what I'm saying. What part do you not understand over here? Dog, you're getting real fucking aggressive with me. I don't like your fucking tone. Whoa, guys, come on. Let's, you guys are, it seems this like call you're, may have, you're all friends of the Danish and O'Neill show. Let's call just. may have been a mistake. As Earl Skakel would say, be cool. We might Wait have, a second. Is that another call? Guys, this is Ari Shafira. I mean, we need to, uh, you guys need to, need to uh, I'm friends with both of you. You need to be calm. 
Thank you, Ari. Jesus Christ. We appreciate this, it. This phone line's about ready to blow. The phone line is, is that Garrison Keeler calling to talk to Dice? Hey, it's the Dice, man. I've never been a big fan of your company, but River yeah. Ham enjoys it. Hey, Gary, <laughs> the bit you do about Lake Wobegon, it sucks my nutsack, okay? Well, that's your personal opinion. Gary, do you consider yourself a comedian because I consider you a piece of shit? Well, again, it's your personal opinion. <laughs> What's your show called? Prairie Homo Companion? Well, it's, that's a slur. <laughs> no, hey, NPR stands for No Pussy uh, Reboot. Uh-oh, we got another call. It's Who? that uh, weird guy from NPR. Helen and I are big <laughs> fans of the Dice Man, but Mother would never let us listen to this him. This guy, uh, I forget, his, I forget your name, <laughs> sir, but he does a uh, he does uh, interviews a lot at NPR. They really love the way this guy tells you stories. You can hear me on the Moth. Well, Helen and I, and then Mother told Helen Andrew Dice Clay, Mother would never let us listen. Who is this guy? He's some sort of F-word Tito? <laughs> I don't know what that means. It means that you like men, okay? Mother would never like... Uh, she would never <laughs> approve of me dating a man. What's your mother's name? Just call her Mother. Helen is my sister. Yeah, well, I fucked mother. What do you think about that? And I fucked Helen, too. Well, maybe you could have been our father, but we didn't have one, and I needed guidance. What kind of guidance do you need? Ask ADC anything you want, and I'll give you the answers, ball bag face. I don't really like women. Is that a problem? What do you like? I'm more androgynous. But I don't even know what that means, but look, it's 2015. If you want to do whatever you, you got, people are doing crazy things out there. You got to do what makes you happy. Uh-oh, looks like the phone line cut out. We lost Whoa, all Whoa, everybody. The call just dropped. That was, uh, that was intense. <laughs> our phone is on fire. It's literally yeah, on fire. It is. It's Our phone has, has fucking herpes. It's just Jesus. burning up. Jesus. Herpes and... And, and burpees and derpies. And Lake <laughs> that Garrison Keeler still is the one remaining. How is he on the phone? The you know line what? is on he's, fire. He's standing right behind me the whole time. <laughs> he's in the studio. creepy fuck. I didn't even see him in the Spartan studio. Yo, who, How you tall know, is Garrison Keeler? He's like 6'8". Yeah, he's like a fucking Big, monster. tall, fucking shaggy dog. Did you know there's rumors that Guy Fieri is, is, uh, is Garrison Keeler's grandson? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Why hasn't he brought Triple D to any of his shows? I'm bringing Triple D to Lake Wobegon. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to see Gary Keeler. Grandpa Gary, what's up? <laughs> well, hey, it's Garrison Keeler. Hey, <laughs> hey, grandson. Hey, guy, have you tried the hey. the apple tarts are, are uh, made with Lake Wobegon butter and churned Ch- by churned. hand. And it was churned by Reverend Ham's lesbian daughter. She used one of her dildos as a uh, uh, to roll it, though. As a taster. She would dip it in the butter and she when, would suck it off. When her lover uh, rolls the dildo of her ass, it looks like you're uh, kneading the dough. She, but she, she, what she really needs is you to rub her clit. Hello? Is anybody there? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> dice. No, no, wow. Dice. I can't. I, I can hear him. I don't think he can no hear us. Here. It would be great. Uh, Man. Maybe if Carl and Dice call in. <laughs> maybe next week. I don't maybe know. Maybe next week Carl could sit down with the Dice Man. You know what I want to start is a Carl interview celebrities quarter. 
Wait a second. There's a celebrity on the line right now. <laughs> this man's been in many uh, great movies. Uh, naming, he's got huge tits. Steven Seagal calling in. I oh, how it's great to be here. Man, the sensei and the bonetti. Uh, I am of the Buddha nature. I talk with a, a Cajun accent because I've lived there for three weeks. Uh, every, and two weeks out of the year, I like to go down there and pretend I'm a cop. I invented, uh, I invented the spin kick in, in, uh, in 1985. Oh, and I like Putin because I like Putin, my dick, and pussies that don't want it to be there. Anybody seen Richie? That's a line from one of my classic movies. Remember in that movie, Out for Justice, when the guy threw the dog outside of the car well, in, yeah. in the bag and, and Seagal he, found it and he was so horrified. In his mind, he's and like... And he, he I, prays that he could see the man. And he finds him and he's... Where do you, what, what part of the movie do you think you found him at? <laughs> <laughs> Where he's like, it's like, man, you know what? I need to be even more likable in this movie. So someone's going to throw a little baby puppy out the window in a garbage bag and I'm going to take him and I'm going to raise him. I'm going to raise him into a fine young dog. I think he's an animal lover? Fucks There's animals. allegations that he's not uh, a woman lover. I heard that at all times under his kimono he has a dog licking his dick. <laughs> Just for cleanliness or... Well, for cleanliness, they had to make him. Is cum. that why he looks so fat? That's just, do- that's just yeah. the dog under there. Sometimes he has two dogs: one to lick the balls and one to lick the dick. Old two dog nights ago. Some I've heard him in interviews. Like, Can I take a moment, please? I need to uh, reapply the peanut butter to my penis and balls because the dog has that would be stopped diff- licking it. That would be difficult on set. You think he showers and clothes? Is that how ashamed he is of his body? <laughs> I, think, I need my leather shower vest. You know what I think he does? I think when he gets out of the shower, I think he has one of those uh, those cutouts that you see at carnivals and beaches of like a ripped guy, and you can put your head through there, and it looks like you're shredded. I think he also has some funhouse mirrors that make him look like really oh. tall and thin. Oh, I look like Manute Bowl with, with beaver hair on my head. <laughs> what do you, I guarantee you he wears like a shower cap, and he's like, you can't get it wet or the adhesive that keeps my hair on. It will become non-adhesive. Who's, whose pubes do you think they use to make that fucking weave that it, whatever the hell that a guy has on? His I head heard at it this was point. rhinoceros asshole hair. He went from having one of the finest ponytails of the '80s to one of the worst heads of hair in the 2000s. He never had a good pony. He had the How shit. Dare his you. hair was always thinning. How the dare whole time. you? Up front, it was. In the back, it was beautiful. <laughs> I guess that ponytail is pretty weak. <laughs> I kind of like what he has going on now. You like the beaver fur? Yeah, it's not even. It looks it's, so uh, fake. It just, but I, I can. I just, just, it looks like a stuffed animal. Like it, you can see like stitch lines almost. I want to see him because I have to touch it. I got to touch you it. You think if you went for the touch, he would allow it, or you think he would do a crazy martial arts Aikido? <laughs> I think he would swing them, get those titty swinging <laughs> momentum going and probably hit me in the face. His best friend. And I, would also, love to, I would love to just see him do anything. I just I would love to hit him and see what his happens. His best friend and uh, martial arts practitioner is old Vlad Putang. Yeah. Vlad Putin. Excuse me, Vladimir, would you like to work out with Steven? I don't know what's worse. Uh <laughs> Our president or theirs? Guess who we saw? Um, did you show it to me or did someone tweeted at it to us? What? Uh, two two guys who who wouldn't want to be the third in this crew in Russia together. 
Who Fred Durst. Oh, yeah, I Steve, showed you. Instagram. Steve Seagal hanging out together in Russia. <laughs> and he he was plugging Seagal's recent uh, foray into Instagram. I did it all for the nookie. What? Seagal ate the cookies. <laughs> Seagal ate all the cookies in the country. Because <laughs> Seagal can take his dick and stick it in that. They, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're hanging out in Russia. You'd just be directing a movie with him. Just Durst and Seagal yeah, hanging out. Maybe, maybe they're doing music together. Seagal's, uh, he's got his bluegrass yeah. band. What are they called? The Punani Seagal Liquors? Seagal had that, uh, that shitty uh, lo- low energy. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> what, in shitty. the video? Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, it's like, he has like the, hey. he has a gross goatee as well. It's like something it's odd jet about black. It. It's, it's like, like a black that doesn't exist in real life. And it's like kind of juice. It's kind of meatier than like a goatee. Yeah, should it's be. like, it's clearly been, uh, he, he, he's a guy that you can tell has no facial hair. So but you think it's like glued on? I think he had, I think he literally had hair implants, had beard implants. Do you think he uh, puts glue around like where he wants the goatee to be, and then eats like a Russian woman's asshole, and just hopes that enough <laughs> I think he will just, stick there? I don't know what the goatee's about because he looks like an elderly woman, maybe without it. Why? Because of the tits? Yeah. Well, yeah, the tits and the the dress that he wears slash aka kimono. I like that he. Uh, I like that he has the gut rest where he puts both of his arms across the gut. Like it's like, oh, this is, this is just what it's meant to be. No, that's a natural aikido uh, <laughs> fighting position. It's, oh, just what is it called? Like aikido? It's called aikido readiness. Yeah, it's dude, fat man martial arts. <laughs> dude, you just shit your pants. We're we're well over our time. Ah. Oh. Oh, Jesus you may not. Christ. You may not want to. Dude, that was a. You legitimately <laughs> shit your fucking pants. There's no way you didn't. Why Put you your blame, pants down. Why? Let me see your undies. I want to see if there's a shit stain in them. Why are you blaming this on me? I want to see if there's a shit stain. That was you. Don't That's, try my. Don't try my own tricks on the master here. What are you, 5'8? Pull down. Five eight. You pulled out your pants. Not the, I don't want to see the ass. I want to see the underwear. It's going to be sweat. There's, yeah. Oh, you're blaming the shit stain on sweat. No, there's a shit stain on there. Shit stain. Dude, I heard that. That was not. That was only. That sound could only be produced with juice flowing out of your asshole. That was a classic American ripper. That was not. That was a classic. IBS shit my pants. <laughs> I don't have IBS. No, I, I know. It's worse. But I think that that is what, what IBS suffer. That would what sound if they shit their pants. Well, you guys be the judge. I don't know. You should have put the mic on. Was it. the audio come through or no? Uh, maybe. I'm sure there's going to be. It sounded like. Does your girlfriend listen to this? Uh, probably. It's trash. I mean, she knows <laughs> what's going on. She uh, knows when you're not with her that you actually do take shits. <laughs> No. <laughs> Dude, it literally sounded like you took a yardstick and started slapping Ugh. like a 50-year-old man's ass. What's worse, I think, is the, the smell that came from it. Mm, Hold on. I think another ending. one's brewing. You want it in the uh, in the Do it in the mic to end it. Cause we gotta... <laughs> That's not what the other one that was like. a classic American yeah. ripper, if there really that, is one. The other ones did not sound like that. The other ones sounded like... <laughs> Chinese sweatshop <laughs> farts. That's what they sounded like. Oh Dude, that oh. last one that you did was like a guy who was like a 14-year-old boy with a terrible diet who's been sw- sweating his ass away at like a 110-degree sweatshop for 14 hours, and a fart that he releases, that is what you just had. The other one that. sounded Americana. like uh, gunfire erupting like a city somewhere, just like some machine, you know, like some rat-a-tat-tat machine yeah. gunfire. That was like, if you're driving to the south side of Chicago, you might 
might hear a fart <laughs> like that. By the way, Andre's uh he's giving us he's tweeting us uh fight updates. Looks like uh Rumble Johnson knocked out uh horse manua. Manua. Whatever the hell that guy's name is. Who Jim, cares? Jimmy. Jimmy Manua knocked him out first round. I don't know. That's a shit that, fight. That guy's a woman beater too. Yeah, he he was accused Alleged, of that. Uh, woman beater, so whatever. Anthony Rumble. He, it's amazing the guy fought in three weight classes and ba- barely could make weight. Had trouble making weight for all of them. Maybe yeah. he's pregnant. <laughs> Five year pregnancy. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Could be. Uh, all right, let's get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Please. Leave us a five-star review. We're only at 85. We have and not. A text. And a text. Uh, yeah, some guy just said poop, and you know what? That works for me. I'm fine with that. Uh, we need to beat Andrew DeWitt, and until we do, some we're not guy satisfied. left one that said, uh, this is better, Danish O'Neill's better than uh, Tad's. Which would probably break Andrew's heart. Hopefully, he doesn't see it, but. He wouldn't listen to the show. I think he does listen to the does show. Does he? I think he might. Hey, Andy. <laughs> call call me text me when you've listened to the end of this episode you know we haven't given a shout out did i say poltron in that list of shout outs no or supposedly we're getting in the studio with poltron what <laughs> on tads yeah zach's already sweating bullets well maybe we'll just have her on danish and o'neill before we go on tads well the spartan studio well i shouldn't say that <laughs> what Spartan Studio? Uh, there's a sign on the door that I didn't put. It's just our producer. It says so the topless studio oh, only, and it says no girls allowed. Yeah, so I don't know if we're even. Uh, well, it is a top. Well, I mean, we're topless, so she'll have to be topless. Yeah, and farts. I hope she's okay with the farts. Bring your Poltron booby tassels. We got to get Steve O'Neill on. Maybe uh, next week probably is not good. So we have to do uh, some more shooting, but maybe the week after that. Uh, yeah. So, and we might have to get the Bushman on. A classic, a friend of ours. Oh, we've known the Bushman for years. If we can get him on this show. I, I don't see why you. we couldn't. Why don't we bring the show to him? Uh, last time we went to his place, I got deathly ill, and I ended up having to take off work uh, due to terrible stomach. Oh, you weren't pain. worried about the guy who was yielding a uh, he was wielding a fucking uh, giant <laughs> kitchen knife. The Bushman's building was like a well-known flop house in L.A. where like ex-cons would go to get rooms. To get housing. And then they, you they, had to be buzzed in twice in prison style fashion. They were looking for a murderer and they checked that building. Remember That's that? where they found the guy. Yeah. They killed. Uh, who was it? They killed that. They killed that executive. Yeah. The, the woman. That place was shady as fuck. I hated going there. And he, he then he opened his freezer uh, where he had a tomato that he was saving and, uh, and a some- KFC drumstick, and we asked how old it. <laughs> oh man, that shit probably like two years old, but I'm going to eat it. Yeah, Bushman's a fascinating guy. He's uh, the African Forrest Gump. So hopefully we can get him on. We'll see. We're going to talk to his people. Yeah. So and maybe Andrew Dewitt can make a, a visit to the eh, show. He's lower on the totem pole, I guess. Would be nice to just have him. I mean, of course, minus we're going to have him, but I mean, Steve O'Neill. Minus the judging eyes of Zach. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Jesus good du- Christ. Duck Dynasty duck call. The, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah well, no, well, of course, well, we'll, we'll have have drunk, but Steve O'Neill, O'Neil, I mean, that's a... We'll that's bring a, the show to him. Steve O'Neill is a monumental occasion. Then why don't we set a date and just do it? The How long are we going to have to drink before? Uh, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I don't know how that's going to go. I just don't know. 
That's the thing with Steve O'Neill. There's a lot of variables. Well, we'll see. Is it a good day for him? Is it bad? What's he mad at? Are you going to keep him on topic? Is he going to tell... That, what I mean, stories gonna, is he going to It's like riding a bull, but it's, I mean, you just got to do, we'll see what we We might get. have to do a two or three parter and just chop oh, up the hours. Jesus. Just drop, chop the hours up. I don't know if I have that in me, but I guess. No, that's what you're going to have to do. I saw him today. Well. He was all worked up about Tebow getting cut. <laughs> Tim Tebow, I really cut him deep, huh? Walked in, had no idea that he gave a shit or anything, just raving about it. What did he care? I have no idea. Just something to talk about, I guess. I don't know. He really supports Tim Tebow's brand of Christianity and the fact that he spends uh, time getting kids in third world countries circumcised. I guess. We need to get him a headset mic, probably. Why? Can't hold a mic? I don't know. He's he's never held one, probably. I think... uh, For three, four hours, though. You want to get him in his natural setting. A lot of times, he likes to put his hand behind his head, stretch out his legs, have a good time. (laughs) Was he getting a (laughs) blowjob? He likes to talk. That's how he likes to talk. We'll see. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. New fans, old fans, fans who've been here for a medium amount of time. We love the, you the all. Un, the unsung fans, the fans that make no noise that are listening. <laughs> we don't even know who you are. Thank you for listening. Thank you all. Danish ha- O'Neill. Have a you. safe Labor Day. Farts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Take it easy. <laughs>